Hello and welcome to the First and Ten podcast. We are back again. Another preview to do this week, and it's the NFC North, another fun division um, for three of the teams at least. We're not Detroit Lions fans on this podcast. Sorry, Lions fans. But then I actually know a Lions fan anyway, so <laughs> I don't know who I'm speaking yeah. to. Um, who knows? <laughs> I'm your host, Ross, of course, and with me, as ever, is Dave. Hi, you right? Good, mate. Good. Let's get into this preview, shall we? This is a, a really fun division as well. Yeah. There's a lot, lot in this one, isn't there? Yeah. Detroit Lions, last season, they went 6-10. and 10 And uh, it was almost a free pass for Patricia as his first season as the head coach. Yeah. Um, I mean... They can't be expected any more than that, should they? No, probably not. Obviously, I've uh, spoken a lot about <laughs> not being the biggest fan about off Patricia, but you know, I'll leave that for now. I'm over it now after a year. <laughs> you know, won a Super Bowl straight after he left. Yeah, one pro bowl. We won the best defense. Oh, yeah. Great, um, great defense from a defensive. <laughs> one of the best defensive performance in the Super Bowl ever. You know, it's a year after Mr. Patricia leaves. But, you know, we don't need to talk about him. Yeah, he, he, it was all down to him, wasn't it? Um, so, what have they done this <coughs> summer? They've added Danny Amendola um, on the contract. They signed Connor Cook. Um, to a one-year deal. Strange one. They signed Trey Flowers for a, a huge deal. Five years, $90 million. Uh, they signed Jesse James, four years, $22 million. They've made some signings. They spent some money, but... Mm. <laughs> on who, isn't it, really? It's... Yeah, Justin Cole was a decent signing. Four years, $36 million for a slot corner. He's a good player, but... Yeah, offensively, they needed more. Yeah, they put a lot of money into sort of like okay players and... Obviously, I love Amandola, but I mean, he's not he's not like a star anymore, is he? And no, not he, I mean, even old Danny Amendola. Even at his peak, he wasn't necessarily like a big sort of star on offense. He was sort of a really good role player, I guess, or a good, really good piece of a good offense. But yeah, you know, he wasn't necessarily sort of the main man. And I mean, I don't know why he's going to start being that now. <laughs> and they brought into CJ Anderson. I saw his two games of rumbling along for four hundred yards and signed him up for a one-year deal. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I like Anderson. I think even before that, sort of, I was surprised last year that the Panthers didn't get a bit more out of him and yeah. use him a bit more. But yeah, like I really like Kerry on Johnson. I think I think he's out of this team. Well, I guess a couple of receivers as well. But yeah, I think Kerry on Johnson. I think I think he could be a bit of a breakout star for them this year. Yeah, the running back room is weird. Yeah, Anderson and Johnson's there. Theoretics there, and Zach Zeno, who seemingly. Never ever going to leave that Lions are still there. No. And he appears towards the end of the season. He's always a good guy to pick up in week like 15, 16 when you're out of the league. Just pick him up, have a bit of fun with him. Yeah. Um, Matt Stafford's obviously the quarterback in place, and Tom Savage and David Fowles aren't going to take him uh, out of there unless he's injured. He's become sort of an Iron Man, Matt Stafford, hasn't he? The start of his career just forever being injured, but he hasn't missed a game for a long time now, and is a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, I think he's. I don't know, I think for every season that passes with Stafford, he maybe sort of drops down people's sort of rankings a little bit. And yeah. I think he's sort of quickly creeping towards that sort of thing, that real middle-of-the-road quarterback with, you know, your Daltons, your Dats, your Cousins, all them sort of quarterbacks that I don't know, might be able to win your Super Bowl, but you're not 100% convinced either way. Yeah, last season yeah. was just 3,700 yards and just 21 touchdowns. And I think that's... I think he's not going to benefit from what Patricia wants to do on offence and the sort of type of offence he wants because 
I think he's very much wants to be a uh, run first, short passing. I think, and I, I, I don't think that always fit with. Um, God, what's the coordinator? Billy. Uh, that well, they got rid of Jim Bob Cooper, didn't they? Jim Bob Cooper, yeah, Billy Bob. What am I talking about? <laughs> something yeah, like they've, that. They've hired Daryl Bevel though, so um, yeah. I've had first hand experience of how fun his offenses are. Yeah, um, I think. <laughs> yeah, running, running, lots of running. Yeah, and I think that's what they want to be. So at least they've sort of got a coordinator that can like do that now. And yeah, you know, I think that's fine. I just don't think it's necessarily sort of suits Stafford down to the ground. But yeah, I think it probably wins them more games. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I think they almost want to become you know like the Cowboys have been. Yes, or maybe in that sort of Demarco Murray era, they want to become that sort of offense. And you know, I don't think last year they necessarily had the players to do it or. Sort of the coach and staff that were sort of totally bought in, but I think now, yeah, I think, I think maybe they'll be able to run the offense Patricia wants them to run, and you know it might work out for them, but not 100 <laughs> percent convinced. But receiving wise, it's it's a it's a bit of a wasteland. Kenny Golladay there, and then Marvin Jones, who seemingly just completely forgotten about um, last year. I think he's 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 a very good value in fantasy drafts at the minute, Marvin Jones. Yeah, I like both of those both those receivers. Both got a lot about them. Rough, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not tons there after that, is there? But, you know, two good receivers, and, you know, if one of these sort of other wide receivers, you know, randomly steps up, which does happen, doesn't it? I don't yeah, think Jermaine it's. Jermaine Curse is there. Wow. Good on you, Jermaine. Yeah. Well, I mean, Curse can be okay, can't he? Like, as a third receiver, I think he's fine. Yeah. It's not someone that's sort of you're going to be uh, running up on your Curse jersey if you're a Lions <laughs> fan, are you? But I think he could definitely sort of play a role. And yeah. Especially in a run first offense. I think they need sort of. Crazy type. I think Golladay is a really good, uh, yes. a really good young receiver. Yeah, I like uh, Golladay, and like you say, Amadola. If they make it to the playoffs, he's good. Then so we'll see what he does before that. They got TJ Hawkinson, though. Yeah, boy, oh, forgot Hawkinson. Draft, yeah. How could I, I forgot Hawkinson? Yeah, like, you'd have I to like the Lions a little bit, Dave. <sighs> yeah, no, but <laughs> we're done with Hawkinson now. No, I think I think he might end up being a bit of a disappointment to some people this year, just because I think tight ends are a bit of that anyway. I think it's hard for a Titan to really come in and, you know, make a splash early on because, yeah. I mean, it's a lot for them to learn. They, they have to learn, like, the whole offense, run game, passing game, everything, don't they, to really sort of get involved. But, yeah, yeah I think Hawkinson can do both. I think moving forward, he's going to be an absolute star. But, yeah, I think this year, it might be a little bit of a quieter year than perhaps some people are expecting from him. Like, I wouldn't be expecting him to have a 1,000 yards and, 20 touchdowns or something stupid, you know. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be some crazy season, but, you know, I think he could easily have sort of 500 and sort of 8 to 10 touchdowns, something on that sort of range, you know, like a real... Yeah. Just con- well, he's just going to contribute a lot, but I don't think it's necessarily going to start on the sh- stat sheet. Yeah, the rest of the, the tight ends, Jesse, Jesse James is, of course, there. He's solid enough. And then Logan Thomas, former Cardinals quarterback, <clears throat> is apparently uh, now a Detroit Lions tight end. <laughs> Yeah, he's he sort of bounced around the league a little bit, hasn't he, over the last few years? But Good. yeah, I mean, there's not tons and tons to love about this team, is there? But no, I'm looking for names on defense, and nothing apart from Darius Slay really jumps out at me. No, um, they got Snacks Harrison. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it was a good pickup. They've got for basically nothing in there, and then obviously, yeah, they pay him a bit. But uh, well, Snacks Harrison and Trey Flowers. I mean, it's kind of on them, isn't it? Yeah, there's. I mean, sometimes that can work, but mm. some of these other players step up then, don't they? And you know, I don't, I don't feel like they're going to be an absolute disaster this year. The Lions. I think, 
I think they're going to be more suited to the sort of the style that Patricia wants. They're going to be, yeah, they're going to be more in the sort of the right mould. And yeah, uh, there's some. I think there's something there to be at least a little bit hopeful. I don't think it's hopeful in terms of actually being a real contender or anything. But <laughs> I think I think seven wins, something like that. I mean, yeah. that's not something to be really hopeful for, is it? I guess. But one more than last year. Yeah, but I think. Just beating last year's total would be a pretty decent season overall, and yeah. But I think less if they get less wins the last season, I think Patricia's in trouble. Yes, I think uh, yeah, I think you're right there actually. Um, if nothing else, they've got a solid kicking game. Sam Martin and Matt <laughs> Prater are decent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's what every fan wants. Isn't it? <laughs> solid kicking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think you know, kind of roughly the same. Maybe one or two games better. Eight and eight would be a, a, a good season for them, I think. And it keep Patricia from being in any sort of trouble. Yeah, because I don't think he's... I don't think he's necessarily come in and like, endeared himself to the players, as he, by the, all the reports over the time. And mm. I don't think he's necessarily the most popular person. Or head, uh, no. head coach, sorry. And yeah, that does go a long way, doesn't it? If the players actually like you, then you can sort of get away with some other stuff. But yeah, it does they don't seem to be big fans of uh, Patricia, but we'll see. No. Uh, the Packers, then, they finished 6-9-1 last season. Um which is a shocking thing, really. Um, they had one all-pro in David Bakhtari, left tackle. So that's good. You've got a good left tackle that can stay upright uh, when you've got an injured quarterback most of the time. Um, have they done enough in this off-season to um, make a huge jump? I mean, just Rogers being fit, properly fit, yeah, should be huge. Yeah, that's obviously a big step up. And then obviously coaching is a, is a massive change. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a tough one because I think when you look at this team, they're so thin mm. on their like, offensive skill positions. A wide receiver, you've got Adams, who I think is so underrated as a wide receiver. But then after that, you've got Geronimo Allison, um, Marquez, Valdez, can't they? Yeah. You've got a few others of these sort of. Young the wide receivers. Saint Browns. Yeah, you got a good, a lot of good names, but not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, they're. I think they're so thin. I don't think there's just tons there. They've obviously got Jimmy Graham, but you know, at this stage, it's sort of a bit of a court for Jimmy, Jimmy Graham, isn't Jimmy it? Graham. Yeah, yeah, someone who's been beaten up a bit, hasn't he? And he's de- he hasn't been the same running back, uh, the same tight end. Well, since pretty much he went to the Seahawks, doesn't he? Really? <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I say sign Sternberger there. There's a sort of some, but I mean, yeah. If they've got Rogers fit for the whole season, then they're gonna be. They're probably gonna win ten games just off of that. But I don't know. There's it's mad how thin this offensive roster is. I mean, people are so high on Aaron Jones. Yeah, and personally, I just don't totally see it. I mean, they he couldn't actually get on the field because <laughs> he can't pass protect. <laughs> So I don't know why he's had that change. You know, I think when he's when he's running the ball, he's so he's a really, really, really good runner. Yeah. But in the Packers' offense, if you can't contribute in a pass in the passing game, whether that's catching or pass protection, then I just don't know how you get on the field. Especially with the way Rogers changes the plays as often as yeah. he fancies, you have to be able to stand up and protect him. Which is probably why Jamal Williams saw the field more, or not more, but, but just as much. Yeah, that's, but that's exactly it. Like Jones was obviously a better runner, but. He couldn't pass protect. I don't know whether maybe he's learned that in this off season, but I think I think mm. people are just getting a bit ahead of themselves. And 
I mean, I'm sure we'll do a fantasy thing coming up, but yeah. on my sort of light avoids, Aaron Jones is very much on it because he's going very, very high in fantasy drafts. And yeah. personally, I just don't see it. I just don't see how he gets the volume to be to sort of live up to where he's being drafted. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, I think defensively as well, there's, there's nothing that kind of jumps out at me. No, oh, they've got some good. They got sort of a decent secondary, haven't they? They've got some good players there. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. But but yeah, it's, it's tough. It's, <sighs> why are the Packers again, rating, Why are the Packers rated so highly? Outside of Aaron Rodgers, what is there? Devontae Adams obviously is a first round receiver, but that that is it. But it sort of shows you just what a quarterback can do. Yeah, how far is. a quarterback can carry a team. Yeah. But they're not a lot different to what they've been over the years, really, are they? There's not. No. There's not a ton to be excited about. <laughs> there's uh, a, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's there, it's a weird, weird, weird team. And if you took, if you took Rogers off this team, you go, well, this is a team heading for like, are they going to be picking number one next year? But yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not picking them as a Super Bowl winner. I can tell you yeah. that for sure. If Rogers goes okay. down, Deshaun Kaiser's the man, then it, yeah, trouble, trouble is afoot. Yeah. And I, I quite like Kaiser. I think that sort of sitting under someone for a couple of years was like a route that would have sort of seen me yeah. a lot better quarterback. But yeah, it's not someone that's going to come in and replace Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, there's. I think they need to be very lucky with injuries for them to do anything this year. And, and it just doesn't happen, does it? How yeah. often does a team go for a, a whole season without losing a wide receiver or two or a running back or whatever it might be? And, yeah, it's I mean, very, and you've got, incredibly rare. Yeah, and you've got to keep Rogers healthy in that as well. It's I don't know. There's there's a lot of sort of red flags for me with this team. Yeah, obviously new uh, new head coach in place, um, which kind of when Rogers is there, it doesn't does it matter massively who the head coach is? No, well, <laughs> I think by the end the relationship had just completely broken down there, hadn't it? And yeah. I don't think that was helping things, so maybe things will sort of be a bit better with a new head coach. But yeah, I'm not 100 sold on it that he it's going to be. The of the, the <coughs> Titans who had the 25th offense in the NFL. Yeah, it's yeah. I I just don't know. It's uh, as I say, there's a lot of red flags there, and I mean they add up, and it's hard to overcome all the different things. That sort of you just look at that, this team and think. Well, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. And yeah. you know, it's not like this is a weak division overall. It's not. Uh, there's some tough teams they've got to overcome, and yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not sure they will. Do they? Do they improve on six, nine, and one? I mean, it'd be an absolute stunner if they didn't. I think mm. something yeah, would have, like you say, it's all depending on if Rogers is fit. It's, it, they're the hardest team to predict because their season ba- is based on one player. Yeah, if they didn't get more than six wins, I think. Something probably would have happened injury wise. You know, I think Rogers. Yeah. That would probably mean that Rogers had been injured somewhere along the line. But uh, yeah, I also don't feel confident in going. Oh, they're going to go twelve wins or whatever. <laughs> but I guess ten wins sort of feels the sort of like where they are or where they should be. But oh, yeah. I, I don't really know. It's like the Vikings. I think were a bit quite a big disappointment last year, but. I think they're probably going to be a bit better than they were last year, I think. Yes. The Bears are a tough one because, I mean, that defence, it's not often that defence comes back a second year and and, it, yeah. and is as dominant. 
So I think they're they're somewhere that's something to sort of look at as a bit of a regression. But mm. yeah, I would go ten wins to the Packers. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna stick about nine, nine and seven. I think because even if Rogers is fit, I know he's magic, but he's still got a very very weak roster. Um, yeah, even defensively, I mean, there's a couple of good young pieces, but yes. Anyway, let's move on to the Vikings. They finished eight, seven, and one last season. So many draws last year. Yeah, <laughs> they finished yeah. second in the division. Um, Off-season-wise, relatively quiet for the Vikings. Kind of stayed pat with what they had. Yeah, yeah, haven't done tons, but I think I think they really needed to, did they? I mean, there was there's not many like glaring weaknesses for them, was there? No. Um, yeah, I think yeah, as I say, they were a bit of a disappointment last year. Mm. And I think... Do you think that was coaching-wise? They, they weren't on the same page, were they? Zimmer and his former OC, the guy that was uh, the big name, I can't remember what his name was now, but um, they, they wanted to run different systems, didn't they? Yeah, um, that's never a good thing. A bit like we said with the Lions, isn't it? When mm. you need you need your coach to be on the same page, don't you? And Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know with them, because... Yeah, they've paid Cousins so much money. Yeah. They sort of have to make it work, really. But they get Dalvin Cook back. He's obviously missed... Did he play at all last season? I can't remember played a game or two. And then the end, yeah. But he... I, I think he's someone, if he stays fit, that he can be a proper breakout star this year. I think he's somebody that sort of... When he's actually been on the field, he's been a really good running back and somebody that I really do like. But... Okay, there's enough one. It's a big if he stays fit, you know. Yeah, he played uh, ten games last year. He got six hundred and fifteen yards. Yeah, that's that's not bad. No, it's really good. That's on course that, for a thousand. Yeah, so, and you know, you spend a lot of that, that. Some of that will be coming back from the injury mm. as well. And you know, it's yeah, it's a tough one. Um, I picked think... up Amir Abdullah as well. He's kind of an underrated kind of backup running back. I think. Yeah, I think he's a well. There is, I think he's just a good backup, isn't he? There, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's a, again. I think it's another tough one. I'd say somewhere around that same sort of mark, you know, ten, ten wins, something like that. Mm. I think it's to be similar to what we said about the AFC North, where I think going towards the end of the season, all of them are going to be in it, apart from maybe the Lions in this case. Yeah, I think they're all going to be there or thereabouts. And it just sort of comes down to maybe who gets hot at the right time. Mm. Yeah, compared to the Packers, they've got names everywhere. They've got. Thielen and Diggs, obviously, two your two main guys. And then they've got Dursley Junior who was drafted, along with Carl Rudolph at tight end. They pay a lot of money out on offense, but still somehow have players like Daniil Hunter, uh, Eric Kendricks, and Anthony Barr, Xavier Rhodes, all on defense still. <laughs> I'm not sure how they're doing this. Hi, no, there's a lot of money there. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're looking at another player to maybe take a step back, I think Adam Thielen's a candidate. I yeah. think people... Love him, but I think if you look at the sort of second half of season, he wasn't quite that player he was over the first, well, maybe 10 games, then like the last six or so, he dropped off a bit. And yeah, I think that's sort of a bit of a warning sign. I think for me, Diggs is still the number one wide receiver there. Yes, but I think some people have feeling maybe in that position, but for me, I think Diggs is a better, better player and a better, and a sort of safer bet, I guess, than um, yeah, feeling is. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think they've been in the league for uh, what, three years before he really even broke out two years ago. Yeah, and Diggs um, has always been that that guy. Yeah, for, yeah. For me, if if I was drafting one of them in fantasy, then give me Diggs all day long. I think. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. Probably looks stupid solid. now. <laughs> I think that's one of them that could make it look stupid. But yeah, I think 
I think he's one I am avoiding, feeling where where he's being drafted. Oh yeah, his ADP is far too high. I think at the minute, and then they got Carl Rudolph and all still solid. Signed a new four year deal as well. Get paid handsomely thirty six million dollars. Yeah, and say so it looked like he was on his way out, didn't it? it? Was a weird thing. I think all the talk was that he was um, maybe maybe going to New, uh, New England was sort of yeah. a lot of the chat about him, but yeah, that seems to have um, hasn't missed a game for five seasons. No, and that, that's valuable in itself. Mm. You know, that's there's a, there's so much value in just having someone on the field yeah. that sort of knows the offense, knows knows the quarterback, knows all the different things, and yeah, I think it's I think it's wise move for them keeping him around. Yeah, averages six touchdowns a season. That's that's very good from a not not a flash tight end, just a really solid tight end. And then, yeah, like I said, defensively, Anthony Barr was he the one that changed his mind? And, yeah, he was going to the Jets. Yeah. yeah, did the dirty on the Jets. But then they've got him, they've got Eric Kendricks, who are very good linebackers. And then Xavier Rhodes is one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely a good team with a lot of talent there. It's just putting it together like they didn't do it last year. And, do, do, you know, do you trust Zimmer to be the man that's going to put it together? Or is it more going to be because they've, they've signed Gary Kubiak as assistant head coach slash offensive advisor? Yeah, I think Kubiak's a really good coordinator, isn't he? I'm not sure as a head coach he was ever as good, but I think he's one of the best coordinators around. You know, I'm not some, sure some... what his role's going to be because they've already got uh, Kevin Stafinski in place <laughs> as the OC, and then they've got Zimmer, and then kind of Kubiak's kind of in between both of them. Almost feels a bit like you know Coughlin in um, Jacksonville, where he hasn't really yes. he hasn't got the he hasn't got the title, but I think everyone sort of knows that he's he is in charge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and I think that's probably a good thing. I was, I'm surprised he didn't stay on. Um, was it Denver when they were saying he was going to come yes. to that? Like, yeah, like I'm surprised he didn't end up taking that role because I think, I think for me that's how I build a team these days or build a sort of management team. I guess is have your head coach like a defensive or offensive, whichever way, mm. and then have like a like one of the top coordinators on the other side of the ball, like a. Essentially, the defensive or offensive head coach, you know, just yeah. so you've sort of got two head coaches. One of them might have the title, but they handle the offense. The other one handles the defense. I think it's a good way of building, and you know, that's what the Rams have done, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's way Philip takes defense, doesn't he? And I think that's a good thing to do. I think it sort of fits, takes off some of the pressure off a mm. young head coach as well. Yeah, definitely. So eight, seven, and one was the finish last season. If he's second, but didn't make the playoffs with that record. Um... Did they make the playoffs? Zimmer surely got. They've got to get to the playoffs minimum for Zimmer to yeah. get the job. Yeah, if they don't make the playoffs, I think that that's a spot that will come open. And maybe, maybe looking ahead will be one of the um, sort of more desirable jobs. Yeah, come next uh, the sort of end of the season, start next season. You know. Yeah, that's a good place. That's a good place for someone to rock up. They, uh, yeah, they took some some big losses last season. Strangely, um, yeah, they're doing better then. They're doing better than that record. I think so. A bit like the Packers. I think 10 wins, somewhere in that range. I think. Yeah. I don't think it'd be crazy if you saw three teams come out of this division. Obviously, there's other divisions with some good teams. I think the wildcard spots are going to be very competitive in this conference. <laughs> yeah, the NFC. This year. It's yeah, it's, yeah. It's really hard to pick who's going to miss out because there's just a lot of good teams out there. But Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, let's move on to the Chicago Bears. Twelve and four last season. They of course won the North, but then lost in the wild card to the Eagles in a, in a dreadful game. <laughs> Seem to remember that one being. They had yeah. seven Pro Bowlers, four All Pros last year. Tariq Cohen made the All Pro team. I'm not sure how. 
kick returner, wasn't he? It was oh, a returner, yeah. I think. Return, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a returner. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't as a running back, that's for sure. Um, but they've, um, they again, they've not done a, a huge amount this off-season, but don't need to. No, um, I, I think they're very much a candidate to take a step back. Yes. It's just how much of a step that is, isn't it? And again, I mean, it's getting ahead of it, but I, I think 10 wins in that sort of range, again, I think is sort of around where they're going to be. Because, mm. I, I mean, I mentioned it before, but the defence sort of, it's very rare that these absolute elite defences do it two years in a row. They, they always take a step back, don't they? Yeah. And although they've still pretty much got all the same pieces, haven't they? And Yeah. I mean, maybe they can be that dominant defence like another year together, sort of know each other better, but they need to be that for them to be a playoff team, I think. There's going to be a change, well, there has been a change in defence, is that um, Chuck Pagano is now the OC, rather than the DC, rather than uh, Vic Fangio, who's got himself a head coach. Yeah, and yeah, that, again, I'd sort of forgotten about that, to be fair, but uh, yeah, it's a big move, that. Fangio well, I, was I, I one of the highest-rated sort of D, DCs in the league, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't associate um, Pagano with defence from his time in Colts. Anyway. No. <laughs> no it's, I mean, he obviously was a good coordinator before he got that job. Mm. Why he got the job, isn't it? But Or a good coach sort of thing. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it's hard to judge because I say, sometimes these coaches are just better suited to be in a coach rather than the head coach because yeah. it sort of takes the other side of the game off him, you know, like becoming like being the vocal I guess, man. Yeah, and a front, bit, yeah, a bit of PR and stuff, isn't it, involved with being the head coach where yeah. when you're a coordinator or just a position coach or whatever it might be, you're literally doing that job and mm. I think that might suit um, Pagano more yeah. than sort of what he has been doing. He, seemed, he was seemingly losing his mind towards the end of his uh, Colts tenure as head coach <laughs> and the things he was saying. Um, yeah, it was just a moment, uh, just sort of a matter of time, wasn't it, before he left there? So it's sort of a weird situation. <laughs> this roster though has got a lot of players that I don't know where to where to put fancy wise, especially Mitch Trubisky. What what would you do with him? Is he someone you're drafting, or is he he's going to be on waiver wire week one? He is someone I would draft. Yeah, because I think his legs give you some points. Mm-hmm. You know, like Borsels wasn't a very good real life quarterback, but yeah. in a fantasy quarterback, he was perfectly serviceable and yeah. I think sort of probably underrated, so you can get him quite late. So in that sense, I would draft Trubisky, and you know if he's if you're doing two quarterback leagues and stuff like that, then he's very much someone I would uh, look at for that yeah. sort of thing as your second quarterback or your third, depending on how it goes. But yeah, I like Trubisky as a fantasy quarterback more than I do a real life quarterback because I I think it wouldn't be a massive shock to me if come next April or whenever it will be. There's all talk that the Bears are looking for a new quarterback, you know, because mm. I think when you look at the moves they've made over the time and all this sort of thing, then they're not they're a team that's not afraid to make a big move. And I think if they don't think that Trubisky can do it for them, I think they will happily make a trade, make a yeah. big move up in the draft to get the quarterback that they want. Yes, last season Trubisky finished with three thousand two hundred yards in fourteen games, twenty-four touchdowns, and twelve interceptions. That's not. That, that's fine. That's not bad, for, for is the, it? Yeah, for the quarterback he is, I suppose that's <coughs> that's fine. Yeah. And if in a lot of ways, fourteen games as well. If you add on another little bit there, average it out. Like that's basically four thousand yards. Games, yeah. Sort of twenty, what twenty-seven touchdowns. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's fine. 
especially they're a defense first team, aren't they? Mm. Defense is where their strength is. Like that's yes. enough. But it's whether he could be that. If he can be that again, that's fine. There's no problem with that. It's just it's it's not going to be a strength, is it? And no, they need to be. If they're going to stick with Trubisky, they need to become like a dominant running team to go with it. Yeah. And, I mean, they drafted uh, Montgomery, and I think His he's a decent running back. His name huge kind of fantasy buzz running back name. Yeah. And but they've still got because, Mark Davis and Tariq Cohen, who are very good running backs. Yeah, I think Cohen will be that different type of back. You know, I think it'll be the other two, and then Cohen as the sort of pass, pass catcher and change yeah. of pace back. So I think the other two will be sort of fighting each other for carries. Yeah, Mike Davis is a man I was disappointed to see leave. We were never going to pay him as much as he got at the Bears, $6 million for two years. But he was very, very solid. He only started yeah. two games, but he had 515 yards last season, four touchdowns, and then another 300 through um, receiving as well. Yeah, and I think he's somebody that can be a very good, well, not very good, but just a good, solid, like, 1B maybe, you know, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. If, if they say Montgomery is the sort of main man. But I, I think Davis will get his carries. I don't think it's going to be a sort of a... I don't think any of them are going to win the job outright. I think they'll all sort of be in there somewhere. Yeah. Sort of in a bit of a committee. So, yeah, I think... I think there's stuff... I think you can definitely make the case that the Bears are one of the contenders. But I think we'll see again that come playoff time, if you just can't get an offence, then you will end up getting beaten because mm. all the defence wins championships. I think... I'm not... I don't totally buy into it, to be honest. So I think it's a... Uh, it's a cliche. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to go through three, four weeks in the playoffs without putting up some points somewhere along the line. Yeah, and you know, it might be that Bortles has his big game at the right time, and that's fine. But mm. we, we saw we, we saw it with Bortles, and did I say Bortles before? Yeah, uh, yeah. Trubisky has his big game, but you know, it's, it, because he is very Blake Bortles to me. I think. They both fall in the same category. I think maybe there's, you've got more hope that Trubisky can be a better passer. But, yeah. I mean, Tr- Bortles, on his day, could win a game. It's not like Bortles was an absolute disaster. No, he had moments, didn't he? Yeah, like, I mean, that's the problem. You just couldn't rely on him was more the issue. <laughs> you didn't know what moments are going to be. Yeah, and I feel a bit the same with Trubisky. I think, I think he's not going to lose as many games. I don't think he's going to have them games where he turns the ball over five times and just completely puts you out of the game straight yeah. away. But... I think he definitely falls into the same category as Bortles. And, mm. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's definitely a, a spot that you could see as a big talking point going into um, next, next year's draft and free agency, whether those sort of bears move on. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver-wise, it's just a lot of names as far as I'm concerned. Taylor Gabriel, yeah. Anthony Miller, Cordero Patterson, Alan Robinson. Uh, I mean, Riley Ridley's the one that I'm excited for out of all of those names. The rookie. <laughs> Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's sort of like something there. I think Alan Robinson. Alan Robinson, I think, has become a little bit underrated, maybe. Yeah, I think he sort of suffered from a bit of bad quarterback play, hasn't he, in his time? Mm. I think he had some amazing seasons, even with Bortles throwing him the ball. Yeah, he had a fourteen hundred yard season in twenty fifteen. Fourteen yeah. touchdowns. I mean, that's that's pretty good with a quarterback that you know <laughs> struggles a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I think. I think Robinson can... I think on a different team, you might see Robinson talked about a lot... sort of a lot more highly regarded than he is right now. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I think on this Bears team, I don't think it's nothing to get too excited about in any of them players in the passing game. 
No, and then uh, Trey Burton, who was a he was a letdown last season, fantasy wise at yeah. least, ranked twenty second out of all tight ends. He was he was drafted highly for a, a guy that had never really done it massively before. They were going just off of um, hype, I suppose. Yeah, fantasy wise, I think you're looking at investing the running game. <laughs> yeah. If you if you if you want to invest in the Browns, then. I'd do it in the running game. And that sort of thing almost includes Bortles for me because I think part of why I would invest in him is because of the running game. Because he can run the ball. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think the running game is sort of take a chance on... I think Mike Davis is definitely someone to take a chance on late because yeah. I don't think it's out the question that he wins that job and almost does a bit of a Chris Carson, weirdly coming from that offense. <laughs> yeah. Almost has a Carson that sort of keeps the young player out of it a little bit. But, mm. yeah, I, I think... For me, it's a bit of an avoid on Bears pass catchers. Yeah, I think really you can think anything, anything Bears related in the draft. This is defense. Yeah, yeah, defense because yeah, you might take a step back, but it's still gonna get you a lot of points. Yeah, for sure. I, I, yeah, like when I say take a step back, I think there might just be like a top five defense. You know, yeah. I don't think it's which is it, fine. It's more. Yeah, yeah, it might just be because they basically won games of their own, didn't they last yeah. year? Well, I'm just it might just be more that they're not that team now. You know. Rather than sort of their, I don't think they like fall off a cliff. I wouldn't say that at all. But yeah, I think it's sort of more that they might just not be quite that dominant defense. It's sort of the Jaguars, didn't we? That yeah, they just couldn't keep it up. Even with the same sort of players, they couldn't. They just couldn't keep doing it time and time again. No, yeah, it's really hard to keep that together. Um, yeah. Do they still win the division? <sighs> mm. I'm going for the Vikings because that team has to perform this year, and if they don't, it's going to get blown up. I think this division just comes down to who beats who in division, you know? Yeah. If one, if a team can go sort of four and two, five and one in division, then I think that really sets them up to win, to sort of come out of it. But I think them games between each other are what's going to decide this. And I think all of them are sort of designed to beat each other. It's a stupid thing. <laughs> I think I think they can all, all do it. And, you know, maybe if one of them has a stupid loss to the Lions, that could cost them. Yeah. Because I think the Lions will beat... A couple of these teams somewhere along the line. Yeah, no, and I think definitely. I think win the home games and beat the Lions both times. You're in a good, you're in a good place. You know, I think yeah. that'd put you that'd put you in a really good spot to get out of this division. But I think all, well, not all of them because the Lions aren't winning this division. But the other three, <laughs> the other three are all in a position where they could do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's going yeah. to be fun. Another fun division. The last two divisions we've talked about are going to be interesting and fun, and it's going to be real serious, and it's going to go down to the end as well. Both of these last two divisions we've, we've spoken about on this podcast. Yeah, I think I'm going to say ten and six again for the <laughs> for the third team in this division, and it just comes down to a tie. Whoever gets the, the tiebreakers. There we go. Then that's NFC North done. We'll be back next week with AFC South, which is a. It's got well. One of mine and Dave's favourite teams, favourite players in it, in the Colts. Yeah. And also some uh, interesting other teams. Uh, we'll talk about them next week. Uh, until then, Dave, where can they find us on uh, Twitter? Uh, we are at first and ten underscore. And yourself? Uh, I'm at DJG23. And I'm at RossBear1984. Of course, all, all the podcast apps, just get on there, rate and review us all. If you get download the Anchor app, you can send us a voicemail get yourself on the show and maybe you can argue with some of our opinions especially Bears yeah. fans they like to argue about things um, if any if our uh, fantasy leagues or anything to go by <laughs> let's um, yeah we'll be back next week AFC South on the docket and then only what two more three more divisions after that left to yeah. go 
the West than the other South, isn't it? We will eventually get to talk about the Seahawks in these bloody previews. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just save me. You know, if you want to save up one of these to listen to when we release that one instead of listening to the Seahawks, <laughs> <laughs> we bash the Cardinals for forty-five minutes. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we'll be back next week. So it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye, and we'll see you next week.